0: everybody. (laughs) I want to say thank you to those of you who have been listening to the podcast and giving me some really nice feedback. So I really appreciate it. You know, feel free to share with your friends and spread the message. All of this that we talk about is all stuff that people are ready to hear and want to hear. Sharing These conversations are really important, and you never know who needs to hear it. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about how to be free, releasing the need to meet other people's expectations, prioritizing our own expectations, and the role of authenticity in all that. So without further ado, let's get right into it. The other week, I was watching a video from the YouTube channel, The School of Life. The video was called, How to Stop Being a Good Boy or Girl. I will link it down below. Essentially, it discussed the ways that our learned obedience in childhood impacts our ability to follow our own path and prioritize our own needs and expectations, over those that are placed on us by friends, family, parents, society, you fill in the blank. And I think that this is a really important message as we approach the new year. I think that this is something that will be really helpful for a lot of people to hold in the back of their mind as they consider what do I want this next year of my life to look like? What do I want to leave in 2020? What do I want to bring in in 2021? It's really powerful to understand our learned behaviors in childhood. It's crucial to setting ourselves free. Wherever your parents fall or your caretakers fall on the spectrum of parents and caretakers, everyone can benefit from objectively reviewing their childhood. As children, we're literally absorbing everything around us from our parents to our classmates, our teachers, the media we consume, all of it. We are just absorbing machines until about the age of seven. So if you think about that, If we then move through life without ever reflecting on our childhood, reflecting on our learned behaviors, and objectively observing this, then as adults, we're literally seven year olds walking around with jobs, families, you know, you fill in the blank, never having made any changes to our behaviors, our belief patterns, our thoughts, etc. Unless we actively did so. And the role of obedience is no exception to this. As children, we have patterns of behavior and beliefs that serve us. We're trying to navigate something at home. We're trying to navigate something at school. We're trying to cope, right? And we learn those things as children. And we do them out of survival, how to figure out how to navigate these dynamics that we exist in. In my whole experience, it has been incredibly powerful and liberating to go back and understand what those patterns of behavior and beliefs are and how they impact me in all aspects of my life today as an adult. When we're thinking about obedience, we have a long, drawn-out relationship with it as we become fully functioning, autonomous beings. School is a great example of this. We are told that we have to go to school. We are told that this is the way things are. It will benefit us in the future, blah, blah, blah. I have no issue with that. I'm not saying anything wrong with school. But in this aspect, it's a great example of something most children go through that you surrender to what the authority figures in your life say is best for you. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with school. I think school is incredible. I think learning is so empowering. It can be school. It can be whatever. These instances from childhood teach us on some level at some point to not trust our feelings or understand what they're communicating to us. All feelings are our communicators, They are indicators for us that this is working for us, this isn't working for us. And because we're taught to surrender to what the authority figures in our lives are saying is best for us, it teaches us to blame ourselves or rationalize and make excuses for those negative emotions that are actually trying to communicate to us that something isn't working. But what if We were taught as children instead how to explore these feelings in these highly formative years, how to name them, how to greet them as friendly pieces of information, to understand and unpack them, figure out what they're trying to communicate to us, and then make informed decisions and actions as a result. It's a dangerous thing to accept authority, or the status quo without questioning it, without thinking for ourselves. Things can always be better and improve in society and in our lives. How will that happen if we teach kids to accept without questioning or thinking for themselves or honoring what their feelings are trying to communicate to them and then acting in alignment with those feelings to resolve a negative emotion? How can we improve ourselves and our lives as fully functioning, autonomous adults if as kids we weren't taught to honor what's in our hearts and what our hearts are trying to tell us? And there comes a point in our growth as children when we know enough of ourselves and our unique needs, to know when something's off. And I think that this is something as a society we're embracing a little more. I think we are moving on a shift towards really trying to honor children and honor what they feel is true for themselves rather than just pushing stuff. And that's, I think, a beautiful thing. But as children... If we didn't learn how to understand and communicate and act in response to our unique needs, then we were learning to internalize them, rationalize them, and dismiss them or prioritize others' expectations for us instead of what we know to be true for ourselves. So as adults... This shows up in many ways. People pleasing, prioritizing the opinions or approval of others over our own, following the status quo rather than forging our own unique path, rationalizing our frustrations, and meeting the expectations of others rather than our own expectations. And this shows up in all aspects of our lives and can even show up in some more than others. It can show up in our career. Perhaps we feel that we need to have a job or a career that is in alignment with what other people value as interesting or of use or the right thing to do as being impressive rather than following what's in our own hearts as what we feel we need to do, we need to explore, we're curious about. It can show up in our friendships, in our relationships. Again, this is the people-pleasing and prioritizing others' expectations over our own. And in our opinions and expression of our authentic personality, we can shrink ourselves, we can make ourselves smaller, we can try to have opinions that are quote-unquote acceptable or orthodox or in line with the culture and the status quo even if our own thoughts and ideas and beliefs are maybe a bit out there or maybe not represented in the general consensus of acceptable. Freedom then comes from within. Freedom is a gift we give ourselves as the result of being authentic. In the School of Life video, they discuss a psychoanalyst, Donald Winnicott, who essentially says that after considering these adults that were quote-unquote good children, that health can only come from counteracting this tendency to subordinate too quickly and too trustingly to the preferences of others. The preferences of our friends, the preferences of our parents, of our family, of our culture, you name it. So then doing things that are authentic to our deepest, most sincere desires, needs, and curiosities, regardless of what others might say or think or disapprove of, is how we set ourselves free. That is the gift we give ourselves when we honor our authentic needs, beliefs, curiosities. And I think it's so interesting that health, or perhaps consider it as well-being, a holistic, Health, mind, body, and soul can only come from this sense of freedom that happens when we honor our own needs and expectations above the expectations of others. And it makes total sense. We all have our own unique needs, only we know best. No one else can ultimately know or discern what is best for us other than ourselves. When we act authentically, prioritizing our commitment to meet our own expectations, that's when we are free. We will never please everyone. That is a straight-up truth of life. And we may literally kill our souls trying to do this. Because not everyone will agree with our decisions or our opinions, and that is beyond okay. And when we embrace This truth of life that not everyone needs to agree with us, we set ourselves free. We know we will disappoint or upset people because even when you're trying to please people and meet people's expectations, we're just human and we're going to mess up anyway and we're going to disappoint other people. So you might as well disappoint or upset people in the process of living authentically, because then at least you will be free and you will be happier. And ultimately, those who truly care about you will put their expectations aside when they see the joy this freedom brings to you. The expectations of others are simply not your responsibility. You are responsible to yourself and your well-being first and foremost. You only have this one life. As cliche as that might sound to some people, but let's put it in perspective because I'm all about putting things in perspective. You only have one life. Think of all that you could do in your life if you dropped this learned idea That you need to spend your life meeting the expectations of others. What would you do? What would your life look like? How would you feel? I hope that this was some good food for thought for everyone. I know that it can feel impossible. It can feel like you don't have the option to be free and authentic and meet your own expectations. But if you feel that way, I really invite you to take the time to objectively reflect on how those aspects played out in your childhood. Were you able to communicate your feelings, your authentic feelings, in a safe and constructive way? Did you learn to honor your truth and needs? Or did you learn to squash them and follow what other people told you would be best for you? Freedom is not impossible. Freedom is a gift we give ourselves when we act authentically. It's not about someday I'll be free Someday I'll be able to act authentically. It's about breaking it down, figuring out what can I do today to help me be more free from within. How can I give myself freedom today? We have no idea what the future holds, but it's our responsibility to unleash our limitless potential in this life and to live our lives to the fullest, to move through life awake, authentic, and being decent to all those we cross paths with. Like I said, we're not going to please everyone. Not everyone is going to like us. And that's just the reality. And it is such a freeing thing when you accept that and release that need to be liked by everyone because ultimately the only person that needs to like you is you the only person that needs to agree with your actions is you the only person's expectations you need to meet are your own in doing all of that you will find the people that are meant to be in your life The people that applaud your freedom, your authenticity, your opinions, your ideas that truly support you in your well-being regardless of what they imagine for you, your life, and your well-being. I hope everyone enjoyed this week's conversation. If you did, please like and subscribe and share the podcast with Whoever you think might need to hear this message. And remember, we're setting ourselves up for 2021. We are taking control of what we can control, which is ourselves, our actions, our thoughts, and our beliefs. And we are working from within to create the best possible life throughout and get out of our own ways follow our own path. Next week's episode is a really special one. We are going to be talking about the role of music in growth and the soul. And I will be joined by our very first guest, which is none other than one of my dearest friends, Miss Molly you'll meet her next week but I'm really excited for this conversation yeah it's a the beginning of a series of episodes I would like to continue talking about the role of different aspects of art in growth and understanding ourselves and our human experience so I'll see you guys next week Bye, everybody.